I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Kento by Dispatch. Today I'm Brittany and joining me today, as always, is my friend Emily Lind. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I yesterday was held hostage against my will and was forced to watch Jurassic World. I think not world domination. I think it's just domination because get it world domination. How was it? It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, I've only seen the first Jurassic Park. Okay. The good one. So I wasn't entirely lost. I know there's like a girl and she's a clone. And she's the reason why this movie's happening. So I already didn't like her from the beginning. And then that kind of just continued throughout the movie. And then the new characters, I don't really like them. I I like Bryce Dallas Howard as a director. And in the musical, the Elton John musical, uh, Chris Pratt can Fuck not that, dude be on my television or just any screens then i have to go see him again tomorrow in thor the thing that confuses me is that he said in an article recently that like he's not that much of a religious guy then why oh that's such bullshit why do you go to a church that says terrible things about the lgbtq plus community Chris, tell me why. Yeah, that dude's full of shit. It's just the things that he says, too. Like, he he said something on social media about, like, one of his kids. And it just, it sounded just, like, terrible. Yeah, because he has, like, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I'm not going to go into detail. But just some of the things that he does and things that he says, like, especially in award shows, talking about, like, prayer and God and everything, like, not my favorite Chris. He's the worst Chris. I mean, not the worst Chris, but he's the worst of the celebrity Chris's. He's the worst celebrity Chris. But do you know who's the best celebrity Chris? Are you going to say Chris Hall? 
I think so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I like Hemsworth quite a bit. And I like Pine, too. I think Pine is a good dude. Yeah, but can they draw? I don't know. But they have not drawn me fucking sweet-ass Peter Cushing drawing, so fuck them, I guess. Yeah. I like Pine, too. Uh, Hemsworth is good. Um... I like Hemsworth when he, like, in, in Ghostbusters, when he's playing, like, an idiot and is funny. I think he should only do comedies and only play huge dorks. Which is why I'm interested in how Thor Love and Thunder is going to be. Like, I hope that he's super dorky in this. Yeah, I have I have read some not great reviews of it, and I have just decided that's just gonna be on my uh wait up Disney Plus thing. <laughs> yeah, you know that I love Taika Watiti, but I just read a lot of in- that reviews that are like this just embraces all of his worst tendencies as a director. And I'm like, okay, well Yeah. I've liked all his movies, but I also completely understand what that's talking about and it's just like they were describing it as like a, just like a dumbass kids comedy and I'm like okay well I can wait and see that for free or I guess not for free whatever my Disney Plus subscription cost me that I don't think about I know six tickets for the theater that we go to it was like $85 Ooh. I could get a nice steak and lobster for $85, but all I got was six movie tickets to sit down in a theater for two hours. Yeah, the next thing I'm seeing in theaters is, well, at least the next thing I have tickets for is Nope. Oh, I know. Uh, they showed a trailer, like an extended trailer for it. I am, I, I, they keep showing it on Hulu, and I get really pissed off and take out my earbuds. And look away from the screen because I'm trying to not know anything more about that movie than what I already know. Yeah, I I want to see it, but Carlos can't watch scary movies. So I'll figure it out, but I really want to see it. I wanted I mean, to see I'm, the Elvis movie, too. That's not scary. Well, I mean, Tom Hanks might be pretty scary in that fat suit, but you could go see movies with people who aren't Carlos. I, that's not allowed. There's a contract. I signed it. I would recommend going to see movies by yourself, which is the best way to see movies. Yeah, we found a theater that's like $6 Tuesdays. So I might stick to that because spending more than $10 on myself at a movie theater, I can't, can't do it, but... I don't have any like free time anymore. Like I'm just so busy. Like I was I was busy all weekend. I met a dog. I walked. I and then this weekend I'm going to an Eagles cover band concert. Oh, and then last Friday I went to a live orchestra of the movie The Black Panther. Ooh, how was, was that? It was so cool. I if that ever comes to town you need to go. It was only like 30 bucks a ticket for lawn seats. 
Um, it was a completely, it was a very new venue. Like the Rady Shell, I think it's like the first year that it's been in San Diego. Amazing. They had someone do like the drums, the whole fucking movie. And it was phenomenal. Like I, I had a lot of fun. It was great. Um, everyone there was really nice. It wasn't too busy. The only thing though, is that they only serve like bougie food. So mm-hmm. instead of like popcorn, uh, pretzels nachos they serve thin crust pizza uh chicken katsu sandwich uh something tofu uh crepe i don't know like Um, i mean that all sounds that all sounds good as hell so oh i know i mean it does sound good but when you just want like shitty like just shitty convention not convention food but you know shitty concert food you know there's nothing like a ten dollar thing of nachos but no it was it was fun uh i think we're gonna go back and see john williams because he's performing i think early august and so is the the beach boys is performing um a week earlier but their tickets are expensive like i'm used to only spending like 70 80 bucks for beach boys and they're bougie with their $150 tickets. Oh, yeah, I mean, fuck that. I mean, I love I love Mike Love, uh, not John Stamos so much. So I'm not appreciating the John Stamos tax on my Beach Boys concert tickets. <laughs> <laughs> fucking John Stamos. And fucking Tom Hanks, too, for saying in an interview that he doesn't understand why Tim Allen was Buzz in this fucking Lightyear movie. God damn it, Hanks. You know, I don't know why. I don't know if I'm so mad because Emily was right about fucking Tom Hanks. <laughs> or just the fact that, like, Tom Hanks, like, is just accidentally an idiot about this. Because he didn't see the fucking movie. The movie is about the care. The, it's the movie. It's the movie that Andy watched. And that's how he liked Buzz Lightyear. It was about an actual space ranger named Buzz. Like, he wasn't a toy. That's why the, the toy never sounds like the the person. Like, that's impossible. Like, yeah. they, they've been well, getting Poe Dameron wrong yeah. for years. Like, uh, yeah. they just... Uh, also, I just... Fuck that guy. Tim Allen, not Tom Hanks. I mean, fuck Tom Hanks, but really super fuck Tim Allen. That guy sucks. Oh god, I know. Have you like looked at his tweets recently? Like he just gross. Speaking of Twitter, fuck you, Mark Hamill, for liking Bet Midler's gross transphobic shit tweet. So Mark Hamill's on the list too. Fuck that guy. Uh, oh my god, that guy's been on my list for five years, but I haven't been able to publicly say that. Thank you, Emily. I mean he's been like he's annoyed me plenty, but fuck him seriously now. He sucks. I'm like, you know, when you get home and like you take off your shoes and you unbutton your pants and you get comfortable, like that is how I felt when you said, fuck you, Mark Hamill. (laughs) No, seriously, that was really disappointing. Like, I just, just, just fucking the worst. You know who's not the worst? Linda Carter. Linda Carter is awesome. She is Wonder Woman. She's great. She's vocally out there just tweeting support for trans people. She's fucking awesome. And she's Wonder Woman. I think it takes shitty people to have the fantastic people like Linda Carter to shine. 
And that's unfortunate sometimes, but then it just really shows how bright those voices and, you know, the community are and just how great some people can be. And, you know, due to the unfortunate shit that other people are. Yeah. No, Linda Cutter is awesome. And I mean, it has been for a long time, you know, like constantly getting in arguments with people on Twitter about how Wonder Woman is totally a queer icon and how that's awesome. And people go fuck themselves, basically. I mean, she says a little nicer than that, but not that much nicer. <laughs> I love her. So, yeah, what the yeah. what the fuck, Bet Milder? What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, she's fucking been. She had some form on being shitty, but just fucking ridiculous. Fuck her. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Fuck all of those people. Fucking turf nonsense. What a shitty week. Yeah. I did meet a puppy, though. That is not shitty. Tell me everything. Okay. So, my brother and his wife, because I was going up to see them in Massachusetts this weekend. Uh, my parents drove out, too. And so they had put an application to adopt a rescue puppy. Like this little, cute little puppy that had gotten um, rescued from someplace down south. The thing with adopting, like, a rescue puppy, as opposed to, like, an old dog is... You put an application and basically you're just going to get a call that says, hey, you need to come pick up the puppy tomorrow. You don't get a choice when you pick up the puppy because puppies are very much in demand. So they get a call and it's like, hey, you got to come pick up the puppy on Thursday, which is the day that I was getting there. And, you know, my parents were coming in the next day with my little brother and sister. So suddenly they not only have five house guests for you know a four-day weekend they also have brand new puppy so they get the puppy that day i get there that night this puppy is the greatest puppy that has ever puppied like i came in like you would have thought that they've had i mean besides the fact that it is obviously like a 10-week-old puppy you would have thought this puppy had been there forever this puppy was just like totally chill in their house completely comfortable around them very, very cuddly, loves to be held. He is, they think, mostly Australian cattle dog or, or like a blue healer because he, he, that's what he looks like mostly. And he's got the, um, although he's mostly like got darker coloring, he does have that blue-gray like fur on his chest. He, again, loves to be held. So sweet. Has a very, very, very soft head. And I just, I spent probably hours over this weekend just carrying him around now he is a puppy so sometimes he could be a dick because he would get the puppy zoomies and then try to eat everything including people <laughs> and because he has that cattle dog that like he has like this like herding instinct so he will just like walk along beside you and like bite at your or bite at your pants legs <laughs> to, like and like herd you around and he has those incredibly sharp, needly puppy teeth. He did break the skin on my hand the last day. I'm like, okay, th this was a way to make me slightly less sad about the fact that I have to leave the adorable, adorable puppy. But his name is Ozzy, short for Ozymandias. And he is the best, and I love him. And I posted pictures of him on Twitter all weekend. So if you want to see the adorable puppy, check out my Twitter. And... My mom loved him. Even my dad loved him. I have this amazing picture of my dad like snuggling the puppy and kissing him on his little puppy head. 
and it made me very happy. Is your dad not a dog guy? He likes dogs fine, but I've never seen him be like super like snuggly with one. Yeah, that's how I am. Like there was a dog in my house this weekend and it, it was a it was a specific dog. It was a golden retriever that is only fed chicken drumsticks, but it is raw chicken drumsticks. I don't I don't think you should be chick- feeding your dog raw chicken. You shouldn't be feeding anything raw chicken. Raw chicken is dangerous. I guess you, you, the you, I said I was like, "Oh, like what the fuck why?" And I guess, you know, just the you know, yeah, they're wild animals, you know? Like, wild animals can eat anything. And I guess raw chicken's on the list. Okay, but he's at least getting him, like, good, like, organic, like, free-range farm chicken. Because if he's just giving him, like, grocery store chicken, that's just not safe. I, I didn't ask. I, I think I'm going to ask again, just, just to make sure. But, I mean, dog's been alive for a year, so we'll see. Hmm. It's the most interesting thing I've ever heard. Like, I literally, I texted Emily the next morning. I was like, I can't get this shit out of my mind. That This dog is only fed chicken drumsticks raw. The first thing I Googled, because I, I Googled feeding dog raw chicken, and one of the first things come pops up is from, like, frequently asked questions on Petco and that is no dog should not eat raw chicken the only exception to this rule would be raw chicken contained in a high quality raw dog food that follows AFCO standards and has gone through a pathogen reduction treatment never feed your pet raw chicken from the grocery store I'm pretty sure you can give your dog salmonella I hope that this dog does not get salmonella. The next time I see this dog, I'm going to have a few words. Look, it seems like it's safer than, like, if you were eating raw chicken. But it's still in, it's not advisable. I'm going to have to update on this because I, I feel like I missed something. Like, they, there, there's no way this dog is only fed raw chicken drumsticks. Also, why would it be drumsticks? I I, I don't know. I'm also going to ask this, too. I, I'm intrigued, and I need to know more about this dog's diet. Yeah, I, I am highly suspect of this guy. Maybe just maybe it was the dog's decision. Maybe that they were shopping and the and the dog said, "I want raw chicken drumsticks, and that's all I'm going to eat." Okay. Well, we did a thing on Thursday. Oh, you and me. My God. It was so fucking stressful. So usually these things don't stress me out so much, but everyone was stressed and I was stressed too, because this is a thing that I normally do for things that are in California, Chicago, Orlando, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, I was doing this for an event that was international. So I was hoping, oh, God, I better fucking get tickets for this. But thank God, it only took me 20 minutes. 20 minutes in, 20 minutes out. Total, 20 minutes. Yeah. So celebration tickets went on sale on Thursday. And, like, I'm always a little bit nervous about this stuff just because it just stresses me out. Because something can always go wrong. Like, but this I was super nervous for to the point where I had, like, fucking stress nightmares about it the night before. And it didn't help that it was, like, I'm leaving work early on Thursday to get to train, to go to my brother's. This is, the, like, the last thing I need to do today. And so I'm just, like, watching the clock, waiting for noon to hit. So the tickets go on sale. And then immediately I'm in the little queue. And it says, your wait time is over one hour. And I thought, fuck that. But then it starts, like, going down, like, rapidly. And so I feel like I can't lose, leave my computer because I don't know when it's going to go rapidly again. I really have to pee at this point. And I think it finally settled at like 23 minutes or something like that. And that seemed to be like fairly accurate. And so I'm just watching the little guy walk across my computer screen, slow as you please. And then I finally got in and I got my four-day pass. I didn't buy any merch because I'm not going to buy a t-shirt without knowing what a t-shirt looks like. That's some bullshit. Especially with how hideous last year's were. And so I get my ticket. And and that was good. But uh, some of our friends were not so lucky. Even though they were they had joined the queue at the same time as me. Like, because if you're on the page before the thing opens, then it's supposedly you get like randomly assigned a spot in the queue when it opens. With everybody else who has gone in there earlier. So, some of our friends that over an hour wait turned out to be accurate, and they did not get four-day passes, which meant they got fucking gouged and ended up paying pretty much twice as much to buy individual day passes, which fucking sucks. I read this online, and I wish there was a way that the system could say or see, oh, you're buying all four days. Here's the four-day price. Yeah, because it seems like, and, and, and they could, there's got to be a way that they could do that, where if all four days are still available, you can get a four-day pass, and that just subtracts from the single-day passes available. And look, I get that they're trying to make the most money possible, but it seems like, especially if you're buying them the morning they go on sale, you should just be able to get a four-day pass as long as all four days are available. And it fucking sucks that you couldn't. Because they sold out in like 40 minutes. Yeah, I, I saw some people on eBay trying to sell some of the Jedi Master tickets, which, fuck you. Um, I couldn't believe how fast they sold out. I'm thinking, well, maybe it's COVID. Maybe people want to go out and do things again. Maybe they're selling less tickets. But I don't remember the demand being this high for like Chicago or for... The last celebration. I mean, Orlando, I know for sure, sold out the four-day passes opening day. The tickets went on sale. But it took a little longer. Um, Chicago, I don't remember. But, look, I'm glad I got my ticket. Um, I'm glad all our friends who are going got theirs, even if they had to spend more than they thought they were going to. 
but I was very like stressed on my own behalf and then I got my ticket and then I was just stressed on everybody else's behalf like and like we were in the you know we have some like group dms and I'm like just watching the messages come in of who got tickets and who didn't and it is annoying and I felt bad yeah I I felt bad too I was relieved though because I think I was like one of the first people to be like yeah I got my ticket (laughs) I I was just like okay I got it but uh, I feel bad for all the people that had to get the individual passes. I mean, I think I know some people that were like, I'm not even going to try. I'm going to wait till they go on light, yeah. which is smart because I hear that light, like sometimes like rarely last minute, they just sell for cheap. Yeah. So, cause, well, I, yeah, we had some friends who had to sell theirs for fucking cheap as shit because they couldn't sell it otherwise. And they thought it was better to get something for it than nothing. But considering this is in a country in which we do not live the thought of having to like wait for light to go on sale was I'm like I can't I can't deal with it yeah so I've got my hotel I got my tickets now I need to get the flight tickets there so that I can actually get to the location that I have these reservations for that helps but I'm a terrible person i like to wait until prices start going down going up i track prices daily to the point where it gets exhausting it's like you forget it gets to the point where i get bored when there's nothing there for me to worry about (laughs) that is my personality you know everyone has their quirks you know like a little quirky girl like i'm like i need to stress out about something but i'm keeping track of that um i need to get i need to get a ton of fucking lists of things i need to figure out where i want to go if i want to do any tours where i want to do tours if i want to do any bus tours i need to make sure to have a credit card that doesn't have uh fees overseas uh I need to do a lot of things. My first international yeah. trip. I'm so excited. I'm Carlos is coming with. Like, I think it's incredible that I was able to convince him to go because you should have seen his fucking face when he saw that it was in London because he was like, "God damn it, I have to go." <laughs> like, there's no, there's no choice. I have to go. But now it's like, it's. It's more excitement, I think, now okay. that it's like, oh, I have to go, you know? So I don't think that he didn't want to go to London. I think that he was just fearing how much money he would be spending in London. But yeah, that, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot. And I just have kind of resigned myself to that. But I do need to figure out, like, how far ahead I want to go and what I want to do. Um, I'm pretty set... I want to do a couple of days in Scotland, um, possibly Ireland instead. I don't think I really have enough time to do both. I mean, I know everything is very close in the UK, but I don't want to be constantly on the move. Like I want to be able to enjoy whatever it is that I'm doing. And so right now I'm thinking maybe like going up the Highlands for a couple of days. Maybe do like a distillery tour and then just be in gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous countryside. I still am deciding what I want to do. Someone had told me about there's like this like bus tour to Stonehenge 
And I'm thinking, yeah, that's cool. Seeing some cool little stones. Like, I mean, they're big stones. That's kind of the point. Yeah, apparently aliens put them there. Yep. Definitely aliens. And all the aliens look like Tom Cruise. (laughs) But no, yeah. So and I want to like do some touristy stuff in London. Just because I feel like I probably should. But Kev says he's dragging me record shopping at some point, which I mean, it seems like it's more of a punishment for him than anything else. Like, because I'm just who said that? Oh, like, I'm just going to be miserable if he wants to just be around me when I'm bored out of my fucking skull. I guess that's his business, but. It's like me having to sit and watch dinosaurs. <laughs> like you just do it because they enjoy dinosaurs. So, you know, sit down and enjoy the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, dear. Speaking of spending money, I got a new Rogue One poster today. Where'd you get it? Okay, so originally this had been one that went on sale on Bottleneck, which is one of those places, you know, like Mondo that does like super high end stuff that sells out instantly. And this is one I had in my cart and was hitting checkout when it uh, sold out. So I waited oh. weeks and weeks and weeks because the artist is like, you know, they get artist prints that they can sell on their own. And he's like, I'm going to have artist prints of this. And I'm like, okay. But that was like months ago. And so I like following him on Twitter. I'm waiting to see. Then finally, there was an announcement they were going on sale that week. And I was on the site when they went up. Luckily, these sold out in like 15 minutes rather than 20 seconds. But I got it. I got the variant, which is what I wanted. And then I had to wait a couple more weeks because it's getting shipped from the UK. It was a whole thing. The UK is just bringing us a lot of fun already. It's also costing me a shit ton of money. Yeah. So that Again. Was, <laughs> fuck. That was not cheap. And I got, I completely forgot I ordered it until I got the little shipping notification for Amazon. And it's the Black Series Cobb Banth. Oh. It's pretty good. And considering they still have not released any sort of update on the Hot Toys Cobb Vanth, it might be the only Cobb Vanth I ever get. So I'm going to enjoy it. Oh, and I heard back from the lady I want to do my tattoo of Peter Cushing. Oh, did you? Did Is she okay with doing Kermit too? <laughs> so far, I just asked about I just asked about Cushing. She wants to do it. Uh, I emailed her back telling her I was still interested and we're going to try to you know like get a time booked um i'm gonna see if it's gonna be you know like one session or two uh it's not gonna be cheap but you don't want to get a cheap tattoo really no no i mean i don't have any so i i don't know i mean especially like a portrait because if you're just doing like a you know like a simple line drawing or something you have a little more legally there about who you go with if a portrait isn't perfect, it's terrible, generally speaking. There's no, like, middle. It's like, ah, it's, it's a fine portrait. No, it's got to be good. And I've followed her on Instagram. She Her portrait work is impeccable, so. 
She'd get all the wrinkles right and everything. I love it. <laughs> I was showing the, the picture I want to my sister-in-law this weekend, and she's all for it. And she had a suggestion that after I get it done, I'm going to, because I'm going to get that in, um, like, black and gray. She thinks I should get some, like, like roses around it, but have the roses be in color. Oh, that's bitchin'. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool because I think it would fit like the kind of old, like Hollywood kind of horror look of it all, like some blood red roses. Yes, because like Emily's like bad, but then she likes roses. It's like she's bad, <laughs> but she's soft a little bit. It's like a good, it's it, it's a good mix. It's Emily bad, good roses. <laughs> Anyway, I'm really excited. So hopefully she gets back to me and we can find a time that's not like too far. Oh, she's, you know, she's fairly like, you know, popular. So she's booked a couple months out, but you never know. Maybe there'll be something sooner. Like if t- I would get it fucking tomorrow if I could. I'm so anxious for it. But also just like knowing to have an appointment will calm me down. I know it's, it's, it's like looking for those flights, you know, just... It could be tomorrow. It could be three weeks from now. Like, you don't know, but you're ready to throw your credit card at him. Yeah, it's just like I want it to, like, kind of like the ticket sales. I just want it fucking done. I know you'll have it by celebration, too. Oh, but it's going to be too cold to show your fucking shoulders. Well, not to me. What? It's not going to be, it's going to be, like, look, it's not going to be that cold. Are you kidding? In April and in London? Yeah. It's not fucking Siberia. Well, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to be wearing summer dresses and in shoes again. I mean, I I would love to, but I I think it's going to be a lot of sweater weather. A lot of uh leg I, leggings as pants and uh sweatshirts. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to be fine in a short sleeve shirt. I'll have a jacket. I'm not going to be wearing eight layers. I don't know. I think I need. Who is the UK meteorologist out of our friends that we could talk to? Look, I need a meteorologist. Is it Kev? I I don't fucking know who it is, but I mean, I feel like it's going to be like probably in the like 50s or 60s much like it often is that's in cold. new york in april it's not that cold that's you are a crazy person well i i'm this crazy person lives in california where like the coldest it gets is like 28 degrees in the mornings like that's the coldest it's ever here and okay this is much warmer than that I know, but still, then you have that. It's not only that, but then you have like the cold breeze in your face because it's like 50 degrees is fine, but when it's 50 cold air degrees, like that's fucking cold. Look, look, 50, 50, in the 50s, I'm not going to be walking around in like, you know, like little, like short jumpsuits or anything, but I can, I can deal with 50 degrees in a short sleeve shirt. That's what I wear. Pretty much year round in New York, so that's crazy. I don't know. Especially we'll see. walking around a convention hall. Yeah, that's that's true. With a bunch of sweaty nerds. 
yeah, who take, take off jacket. their fucking shoes during panels. Fucking disgusting. Thank you. I swear to God, whenever we're somewhere public, Carlos Spite takes off his shoes for me. He waits Carlos. until I notice. Carlos. I know. Carlos. I know. Carlos, no. We were sitting outside uh, before a concert. It was really nice. And then I look over and he has his fucking shoes off like a fucking crazy person. I swear it's not right. Okay, Carlos is on my list. Yeah, he's on mine too. Can't I can't sanction shoeless in public. That is bad because just like who does that? Because it smelled like feet and I knew when I fucking yelled who took off their fucking shoes. I know they fucking heard me and they feared for their fucking life as they should. It's this five foot four petite little thing yelling, who took off their fucking shoes? Yeah, no, I, I just, who the fuck fucking nerds? Leave your fucking shoes on. Or if you're wearing flippity flops, keep your flippity flop on or else I'm going to take it and hit you in the head with it. Also, basically, unless you're at the beach, don't wear flip-flops. I mean, that's mostly just because I live in a city, and if you wear flip-flops in New York City, your feet will be black by the end of the day. Yeah, I learned that. Yeah, don't wear flip-flops in New York City. It's fucking gross. You need to go back to New York City to give it, like, a second yes. chance. Fucking, yeah, come, come back. Also, yeah, so I looked it up, uh... Daytime high temperatures tend to be around 12 degrees Celsius. That's mid-50s. Early in April. Yeah, mid-50s. That's fine. That's good. I like that, actually. And it's like, it. it's not, I mean, the sun comes out, like, rarely, right? Like, it's like a rare <laughs> thing for, like, the sun to come out. I wouldn't say it's, like, rare. Well, I don't really see a lot of sunny pictures in London. I would say it's more rare than where you live. Yes. Okay. So I don't have to worry about getting sunburned, which is a really nice change. Yeah. But no, that sounds about perfect to me because I there's nothing I like more than jacket weather, where it's just cool enough where you want a jacket if you're going to be outside for more than like 20 minutes. That is my ideal weather. Well, here's what I'll do then is I'll continue my dresses and sneakers thing because it's it's cool, you know? You just get a pair of white mm -hmm. sneakers and dresses, like cute fucking dresses, like it fucking works. And then with a jean jacket, like, fuck yeah, I'm ready for spring, bitches. There you go. Yeah, and, and it's cool enough that if I do go to Scotland, I can buy like a ridiculous Scotland tourist sweater. I love tourist clothes, like I, I, I always get like the shirts. Like I feel like all of my pajama shirts are from just different. Like I have Yosemite ones. I have when I did my Disney vacation with my family. <sighs> yeah, because when we went to Disney World in like 2019, my mom got like all these shirts made for us. So we were like that family that wore like the matching shirts. Oh my God. And, like, now none of them fit, so, like, they're all just, like, oversized pajama shirts now, which, like, totally is, like, my thing. But 
I know my my dad keeps asking when we're going next and it's very rare because like my dad hates Disney World so the fact that he wants to go makes me excited but I'm really thinking because I, I I heard the rumors that it was going to be at Orlando in 2023 but I'm thinking Orlando 2024 because I feel like they flip-flop every other year with like international and not so who knows or maybe they'll take it back to Denver where it started I don't know I I feel like there isn't, I don't know. I feel like they're not going to do two international ones in a, in a row. Yeah, they have to go back to the States, but I'm just wondering like where they're going to go or if Anaheim is just going to continue being like the hub of, because uh, that's for celebration and they're calling it celebration Europe. Cause I know that, Chappie was trying to figure out if he should, if we should call it Celebration London or Celebration Europe. Look, it's stupid that they call it Celebration Europe because all of the American ones are by city. There's no reason for it not to be Celebration London. And the fact that it's Celebration Europe is even more ridiculous than if it was like Celebration UK or something. The Celebration Europe in 2016 was, I think it was the first celebration that I ever streamed. So it's fun that a place I thought I would never go is going to be a place where I'm going to be walking around the show floor being like, get me out of this fucking place. Because that's always what like happens like on day like three and four, you're walking around the show floor and you're like, get me the fuck out of here. I hate everyone. I hate everything. I've seen that booth 10 times. Look, there's another fucking stormtrooper. Oh, there's a celebrity somewhere. People are taking pictures. Okay, I need a nap. And I kind of, yeah, I don't even like need anything even more. So like, because I got my little carton of Mendo milk, which is like the only thing I wanted. So there, I don't even have like a thing to look for anymore. I don't want to find anything because especially like not having a lot of room, luggage room. I mean, I still don't even know how the fuck am I going to pack. But I don't want to buy anything. I don't want to think about buying anything. People keep telling me that like there's a bunch of like awesome shopping malls in London. Like I don't want to know. I... I can't do it. I need I need to have luggage to go home. Well, here's the thing. The internet exists. You can just buy anything you want anytime anyway. Yeah, I guess that's true. I know. I I need a I need a teacher. I need someone to teach me London things. Tell me where to go, what to do, what to eat. Someone once told me that like the food isn't good in London and I'm like, there's no way. That's crazy talk. I mean, look, you have the whole thing like, you know, like British food is not particularly good, but London has like. Culinary mm, excellence, right? Like some of the like maybe like some of the highest concentration of Michelin star restaurants in the world in London. London has incredible chefs and London also has like plenty of just like cheapo good places too. lots of good Indian food, which excites me. I might have to try Indian food. Have you never had Indian food? No, I haven't. Oh my god, it's my favorite. That and Thai food are my two favorites. I like Thai. I've had Thai once. I think the first time I met Aaron Boyd, we went to a Thai place. It was really oh, good. Fuck. Thai is one of my go-tos. But Indian is fucking amazing. I only eat any Indian food. I don't even care what it is. 
It is. I will put it on my plate and eat it. Fucking incredible. I just don't give me any of those breakfast baked beans shit. Like I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't want baked beans at any time of day. The only beans I will accept are refried mm-hmm. or black beans. Yeah, that's fine. Baked beans are gross. Or the garbanzo beans. Garbanzo. Garbanzo. Thank you. Um, yeah, those are the only beans I accept. And my cat yeah. beans. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so like adverse to to baked beans at breakfast. I mean, I'll eat like huevos rancheros happily or anything like that. But fucking ugh. The thought of baked beans at breakfast time is disgusting. Like I think of like reheating like leftovers of like refried beans or something. I'm like, yeah, that's fine, but like just baked beans and like cracking then- open a can of like Heinz baked beans or some shit. No, I can't no, do vile. it. I know we're staying at a hotel with free breakfast and like on the thing, it's like baked beans. And I'm like, no, thank you. I'm out. <laughs> no, I won't be attending. Thank you. I mean, you know that the, they, they don't force you to eat the beans, right? <laughs> yeah, they fucking do. It's London. It's a prerequisite. When you get off the plane, they hand mm. you beans. <laughs> Not in anything, just a handful of beans. <laughs> welcome and they just just a handful of just beans and not even the can it just it's like the sloppy yeah. beans yeah. <laughs> oh fuck okay has anything else been happening in star wars other uh, taiko atiti forgot that natalie portman was in the prequels look here's the thing though is taiko atiti does like He's not somebody who is uh, particularly serious in his interviews, ever. So I would take that story with a grain of salt. And I think the fact that people are getting mad about it, it's going to be a rough time for Taiko Atiti's movie, because he is going to continue to say shit like that. And Star Wars fans do not know how to handle somebody being anything other than completely serious all of the time. I saw that was trending and seeing that apparently people were mad and I'm thinking why? Why do you waste your energy being mad that someone forgot that someone did something? I mean people forget to do things and forget about things all the fucking time. If someone got mad at me because I forgot to take the dirty laundry and put it in the dryer like 20 minutes after like the thing buzzed like guess I'll go fuck myself then like I don't understand why people get so upset over things that like don't necessarily have to do with them like I know something like Star Wars I mean actually no I take that back people are fucking I mean I know I need a fucking chill sometimes but like fucking chill like this guy's doing a Star Wars movie you're not doing a Star Wars movie who gives a shit if he remembers or forgets, like if he ties his shoes or if Natalie Portman was in Star Wars, like just mind your own fucking business and move on. But the fact that like if you Google Star Wars right now and it hit the go- and hit the news tab, like the first 15 fucking articles are about that is just mind boggling to me. 
And it's mind-boggling to me that if this was 10 years ago, this wouldn't be news because the jokes would be like, oh, yeah, we all forget the prequels. But now all of a sudden, like, the prequels are, like, back in style like the 90s are. I just I, – I hate trends. I hate when things are, like, not cool, then they're, like, cool again all of a sudden because – People didn't like my middle part in middle school because they thought it was fucking weird. And now middle parts are back in. I'm thinking, you motherfuckers. And then, like, jeans always come in back in and out of style. Then that's with Star Wars, I guess. Maybe 20 years from now, people are going to like the sequel trilogy, Emily. And I'm, I can't talk, Emily. Oh, no. <laughs> Star Wars is ruining my voice. Goodbye. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Um, also, his Star Wars movie is definitely not filming this year, which means it's definitely not coming out next year. So, I mean, that we had already kind of figured, but who the fuck knows what the next Star Wars movie is going to be? Um, oh, uh, Tony Gilroy was talking about Andor. And, you know, he had said before that the first season covers one year. And then the second season would cover like four years. And he said now that that's going to be broken down. So it'll be like three episode arcs. And each three episode arc will be one year in season two. I mean, hmm. frankly, I'm just glad that anybody in Star Wars has a goddamn plan. And like seemingly is going to stick to the thing that they're doing. Wouldn't that be nice if like stories were told from beginning oh to end in like a reasonable amount of time instead of just like making it up as you go on and suddenly there's not going to be like a this show isn't going to change into another show for two episodes halfway through your fucking series that's supposed to be about one character and then you just decide to have some shit about another character played fucking, by fucking like computer generated robot Fuck that robot. Fuck Mark Hamill. No more Luke Skywalker. No fucking more. I'm sick of it. Yeah, fuck Luke Skywalker and fuck Mark Hamill. Ridiculous. Like, we don't... Every single fucking show has mentioned Luke Skywalker. Every fucking Disney Plus show, we need a fucking show that doesn't mention any of the fucking Skywalkers. Fuck the Skywalkers. They brought hell onto the Star Wars world. And everyone's <laughs> picking up the mistakes of the Skywalkers. They forever will be. Because we just can't get away from them. We, we can't. Like, we've tried really hard for the past. Like, they've been here for, like, 50 years now. When do you think that we're going to, like, focus on new characters? We're so close to Grogu. Yeah. So fucking close. I, like, so then Luke like, Skywalker I, had to come in and ruin it all. I swear to God they're going to find a way to do it in fucking acolyte. Like somebody's going to have a fucking, but let's bet 200 years before. And there's going to, somebody's going to have a fucking vision of a goddamn Luke Skywalker doing some shit. Fuck. No, boy, no, no, don't want any of it. But I have faith in Tony Gilroy. Me too. I am something new in Star Wars. I didn't think it was. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think we could do it. And that faith is the deep foundation of that faith is him not giving a fucking shit about Star Wars. That should be a prerequisite for like everyone that does Star Wars. It's just to not give a fuck about it. Yeah, it's so much better. Like, because you can actually like just decide to tell a goddamn story and not like some cool shit you thought would have been cool to reference when you were 12 
Oh. Trash. Uh, I think we have an email. Woohoo! Okay, I'll read it. The email's from our friend Rebecca. We love Rebecca. Rebecca, yeah, we love great. you. You are great. Your tweets are great. Your music is great. Amazing performer. Amazing friend. Rebecca. Titles this email. Hello there. Hi, Canto Biters. So here is my take on the end of Kenobi. All this shit shit happens and is still shit. We put up with that for now. Scene. Obi-Wan chats with Uncle Owen. Owen asks Obi-Wan if he wants to meet Luke. Obi-Wan replies, For now, he just needs space to be a boy. There will be another time. I'll say hello there. Obi-Wan gets on his space camel and rides away. Owen calls out to Luke. Luke, how about a trip to the Tashi station? Shot of Luke, his eyes up. End scene. Bam! All done. Hand me Miami for best writer ever. Hooroo, Rebecca. I mean, look, man, fucking better than the shit that we got. Want to meet him? <sighs> Melted my fucking heart. I hate it. I hate how Joel Edgerton was just like, even if Joel Edgerton was introducing me to a the the giant cockroach I saw on my walk today and asked me, do you want to meet him? I would want to fucking meet him. Look, I even would have been okay. I mean, not okay, but I would have been more okay with, do you want to meet him? If they hadn't shown it. Or if they had shown it and just like done done the whole thing like a like a far shot, like no no audible dialogue. You just get music and you see uh, a long distance shot of Kenobi going up to Luke. Still would have been like eh, but would have vastly preferred it to the fucking hello there bullshit. I feel like the whole show. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for a... It's like the bingo card where you're oh, waiting yeah. for things to happen. I was waiting for the May the Force be with you. I was waiting for hello there. I wasn't anticipating the Obi-Wan thing where he's pointing his fingers at the, apo- at, at, at the opponent. Um, what else was I not expecting? Um... I was not expecting the show to be good. And um, it wasn't. Some parts of it were great. Some parts of it I really enjoyed. Particularly the first two episodes. First but, then, fine. but then, for some reason, um, the trash came in early when the trash is supposed to come in on Wednesdays. But it came in on Monday. And that's just a problem because, you know, you're so used to trash day. But... The, the trash man came and delivered us episodes three through six. And, you know, I liked six. I thought six was fine. 
I think that the only episodes that should have existed were one, two, and six. I don't know how that works for story wise, <laughs> but in my head canon, those episodes are the only episodes that exist because I first two episodes shared a great story. And if it just ended with Obi-Wan returning Leia and that's fucking it, then I would be super stoked with that because we didn't need all this. We didn't need Vader to fight again. We didn't need, uh, you know, we already know the Rebel Alliance was born. And, like, Cassian's going to show us that. Like, the early stages of the Rebellion. Cool. Awesome. Um, I mean, I assume that main Rebel guy is going to be in Andor. I hope so. I liked him. He was fine. I got no problem with him. But I do have a problem with that show and how fucking mediocre slash incredibly shitty it was. Fucking hello there. Jesus fucking Christ. I am, I gotta say, I am fucking shocked there wasn't a now I have the higher ground or whatever the fuck thing when they were fighting. And I thought, okay, maybe they have some sort of restraint at all. No, they don't. It was like I we were watching Jurassic World last night. And it was like the end fight scene. And I, I whispered to Carlos, I'm like, you know, this this isn't bad. And right as I fucking say that. The dinosaur walks, and it walks through this, like, circular thing, and it makes the fucking dinosaur look like the fucking Jurassic Park logo, and I swear to God, I got so fucking mad. The second that I say this movie isn't bad, and then they pull that fucking shit, I felt for you, because that's how I felt (laughs) The way that you felt about Kenobi is the way I felt about this stupid dinosaur. I do like dinosaurs. I do but too. I hate Chris Pratt, which makes it really hard for me to enjoy this movie because I think dinosaurs are cool. I think Laura Dern is fucking cool. Oh my god! Yeah, I loved seeing her. You know, I only enjoyed the parts with the original cast. Like, it was cool, the incorporation. Like, there's there's one character who was at Biasin or whatever. I really liked him. I'm thinking, where has he been all of these movies? Why have they been giving me Clone Girl and fucking Chris Pratt? Give me Biasin guy. Look, Chris Pratt fucking sucks as a person and as an actor. He never should have gone beyond funny, chubby dude. He was good as funny chubby dude. The second he got in shape and started doing fucking action movies, I'm like, oh, dude, no, that guy sucks. I really hope that I don't start doing action movies so, like, I don't become, <laughs> like, a terrible asshole human. Um, if you ever feel like I am on the verge of being in action movies, please help me. Please don't make me turn into asshole Chris Pratt. I want to stay funny me. But. (sighs) 
Do we have anything else this week to add? Mm-hmm. Celebration tickets, poppy, email. I don't think so. Well, Emily, where can we find you and the podcast on social media? I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is at CantoBitePod. You can send us email, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. You know, just send us your thoughts on whatever the Star Wars news of the week is like Rebecca did. Or you can send us uh, Fuck, Mary Kills or whatever else. And we'll happily answer them. Brittany, where are you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as CantoBrit. Sweet. I guess other than that, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go It's time to serenade my girl Lindo Sorry the ladies where I had to say no But if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto No shame in the game Make even Rogue One seem tame But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main Yeah, that's fire Love on the rocks, leaves the love on my socks Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked Especially when y'all truly whips out his cock Canto bite Episode 100 Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E and B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches all my Canto bitches Start off with my Aussies Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash into lunch With Canto bitch number one Josh made it a team And had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream That made him show me his old face Got to meet Turbo And throw back some brews Fish tacos and San Fran You know we approve Rebecca from Perth I haven't met you yet Last shout to Fushi Dude I didn't forget This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches all my canto bitches Rabia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and horse B at Scum and Villainy King Tom Death Watch The most regal of fathers Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata Shouted Rusty last time so I shout a Raj too You know the list ain't complete without lesson boo This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches all my canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name Don't feel no shame You love the fun The games And refresher bangs Hang on every word Of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes Every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word Maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know Maybe ask the girls If Yaddle squirts Take your CBD Send in your top three, And you'll always be A bitch like me Get him, Eric.